Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. I got this feeling that I've been here before. Welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. I'm Beth Newell. And we're married. And we have kids. And that's why we're here to we're talk he- about parenting. This, this podcast is all business. We take parenting very seriously. <laughs> There's a right way to do it, and, and if we you know read it. our bio, Masters of Parenting. Oh, okay. We should. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should occasionally check in and say what the point of the whole podcast is. We have two kids. There's now three and three quarters. Uh, <laughs> I just mean we know as parenting the sort of philosophy of this podcast is like we don't really know and no one really knows. Who knows? So we're just kind of nosing our way around it. <laughs> we know. Uh, um, that was the most uh, succinct description of this podcast I've heard since the last one. <laughs> what happened this week? I'll say my highlight of the week right off the bat, Beth. What? Is Bryn's newest character. Oh, man who's pretending to understand that he gets he's man, pretend- man pretending he gets it. And he just goes, oh, I get it? And he puts his shoulders up. He does it in a really weird voice, though. It's like he's like, oh, I get it? <laughs> Like he's just, I and, get it. and then he was talking about the character later and he was like, he doesn't get it. He says he gets it, but he doesn't get it. <laughs> oh, I get it. He, it's a good character. It's great. And the character only ever says that one thing over and over. <laughs> he's got a little repertoire now. He's, he's almost, he's halfway to a character reel. His other one is just a collar pull. You say something, you're going to eat? Yeah, we've talked about that yeah. one. Goal. But this is his newest one. You, I get it. I really couldn't be prouder. You love it. So that's your proudest thing from this week? 
That's my proudest thing from this week for sure. Okay. Well, my proudest thing from this week is that we took the kids somewhere. Yes, we did. Today we very randomly took them to a place called SeaQuest, which is an aquarium slash petting zoo in a mall. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. And surprisingly only like 45 minutes away from us, which we didn't like... I didn't know it was there. No, I had no idea until you um, texted me. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, there's things like that around, but then you're driving like two hours to go apple picking or something, and you're just like, and like we got, we have apples here. Is it really worth torturing my children to do something sort of fun? So anyway, this was good because it was like, it was minimal, but it's like enough to entertain children. Like it was for, we, for their, mm-hmm. from their perspective, they were being wowed. They were being wowed. They touched... Uh, a wallaby. They touched a wallaby, yeah. When's the last time you touched a wallaby? Never. Listener? <laughs> um, they also touched chicken poop. They and, chicken poop. It was fine, but I will say it was like chaotic in there. And well, I kind of knew going in, we picked Martin Luther King Junior Day, and it was like... Everyone's off school and not, everyone went I knew to it would mall. be crazy, but I was like, you know what, let's just do it. Like, so... It, it could have been worse. Um, it's true. But anyway, it what? was like, there was like, what you notice in those situations, I find, is that when it's getting tense, there's like, a, there's going to be kids that kind of like melt down and then, you yeah. know, whatever. But the thing that really gets under my skin is when the parents are melting down yeah. and you're like, oh my God, like, just, I don't know, take the kid out of here. Can you stop like screaming with everyone? <laughs> It's like when I'm on an airplane, I don't get stressed about this stuff, but if I sit there and people are getting on and I I start watching them trying to find overhead cabin space for their bag mm-hmm. and they start getting stressed and I get so yeah. wrapped up in their drama. It's really like a meditative exercise to be around that many like stressed people and not like tune in to them. Just let it go. It's hard. Let it go. Um, yeah, so it was overstimulating, but they saw some cool animals. There was like just a, there was a surprising array of animals that were felt really practical, like just a lot of lizards and snakes. Capybara, capybara, a little sloth, a sloth, full on sloth. Yeah, you had to buy special tickets to go touch the sloth. There was a weird system where they're kind of like you can go in a lot of these cages if you just like grab one of us who works here, but, but- there was like. But none of million. us are available. There's like no one available and there's like 8 million people. There'd be like a line of people to go like stand in this animal cage for a second and we opted out. That one hallway was completely clogged and I had to say excuse me six times in a row between these two guys who were facing back to back. Oh my God. I have to say, <laughs> excuse my generalization, but I've had a week of men where men are just useless in these kinds of situations. <laughs> Like I walked, I had to walk past the guys. I was like slightly bumped a guy's backpack because like everyone else there, I'm holding a child with one hand and I'm getting pulled and I'm, I need to move around. And the hallway is and, too small. And it's, but like I like slightly bumped this guy, but he's standing just in the middle of everything, like just completely oblivious to his surroundings. Are we talking about the same guy? Probably. I don't know. But he, the he gave me, he gave me a look that I was just like. Oh, excuse me that I'm at this place for children. Like, my, my with child one. just ran through like, this gap yeah, here. There was like all these people blocking the way and not letting parents through with their kids. And the kids were like sneaking ahead. And there's just like no 
order. I think I, I think it was the same guy. There's just well, there's just all these people that are like, I'm just gonna stand in place in this high, high traffic area, completely not paying attention. Not being aware of your spatial surroundings is. I'm I'm so scared of being in people's personal space that I get mad when people aren't don't have the same fear I do. <laughs> How dare you not have my fear? Uh, okay. Anyway, it was but it was a success and then we went to there was like minimal mall food options. So we almost went to the cheesecake factory which I can't even remember the last time I ate at, but it was packed. And then we found a little Japanese food restaurant and while we're sitting there getting the kids food, Bryn was like this was a really great idea. Thank you for bringing me here. <laughs> and I was like this is the best lunch ever. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I was like, "Wow." I feel so appreciated for once. What did he say? He goes, this is so much better than our regular lunch. Oh, yeah. And then I said, what? We said, what's your regular lunch? And he said, peanut butter and chili. This is way better. (laughs) Sesame chicken. Yeah. Boy loves sesame chicken. Does not, not a lot of interest in using chopsticks. No. Maven was was better. getting it. Like I said. She is. Spatial awareness. She is much more, as a hand-eye coordination, she's got it. And uh, he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's just always too busy, like, imagining that the object is, like, a creature or it's, like... And honestly, what skill is more practical? (laughs) I mean, the chopsticks, I think, maybe. (laughs) Oh, boy. So we did it. We got out of the house for once. Um, I had a tough bedtime tonight. Did you hear that? What was going on in there? No. Bryn was doing great, and then he suddenly said it's time to go to bed, and he he went into the red zone, which is the school school's emotion lab, emotions labeling. He went to the red zone, which is anger, frustration. Wait, he told you he went to the red zone? Uh, no, you I just I told him. I had a really bad night with him <laughs> last night. I was like, my reaction to him was embarrassing, and... <laughs> I just couldn't, like, I just had, like, such a long day of him not listening to anything. Uh-huh. And he, like, got to a point where he was, like, kicking me, and I was, like, tickling him back, and he just wouldn't stop. And I was just, like, and you know you have to, like, restrain him? He's, like, started screaming, and I was just, like, you have to stop hitting people. And I was, like, so angry. I was just, like, I don't know. I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, <laughs> I could tell he was in that mode, and... I was like, I'm putting my foot down, and I'm going to count to three, but I also, I want to remain a soft presence here, because I could see him looking at me, and I've, I had a bad day, just, um, not a bad day, it was a fine day. I think it's just been a stressful week, I don't know, there's something, (laughs) Um, it seems, seemingly always lately, there's something in the air, but they're like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the news and the the news coupled with it being winter and everyone being like uh, inside together. Yeah. So anyway, should we do an update on the house? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I feel like we 
the fearful part like, of my brain as like we totally jinxed ourselves. Well, this is why I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to have to live out loud the various delays and frustrations that is such a privileged thing to complain we about. We were so certain. I was so certain that I was like, well, we're going to sign this contract tomorrow. So let's start talking about it. I think what's happening is very normal. There's like some contract stuff that has to be negotiated and the seller is getting emotional about having to sell her house, which is understandable. And it's just like normal delays. Yeah. And she's just sort of taking her time and and I'm getting more and more paranoid. Well, supposedly she was sick this week. So, yeah. But I just sit here all day long going some... Some billionaire is going to come in and just off, offer a billion dollars. Oh, that's not be gone. my worst case scenario. I like, I've my worst case scenario is that like we can't get these renovations done in time, and then we have to move in for school. Means we have to like find a sublet and like move all of our stuff twice, and and or like store it. You know, that's my yeah. nightmare scenario. And so it I'm trying to be so happen. patient with this woman because her position is very relatable and real, but I'm also like the clock is ticking on these renovations and I really need to know if this is a realistic plan for much longer. So like, are we buying this house? Yeah. We're trying to figure out school for next year and, uh, we're doing a family visit yeah. to a school. It's just this like week. my least favorite thing in the world is like when your whole life is like experiencing like a domino effect, like where it's hinging on one thing. On that's one like stuck. thing. It's, I don't know. Anyway, I just it's, need uh, <laughs> to get my name signed on a piece of paper, and that'll feel a lot better. Yeah, it'll all be fine. We'll it's not it stressful at all. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we. You know, we've been through this process a few times, and there's always a certain point where I'm like, "Oh, we're good. Oh, this is going to be easy now." And what a joke! It's never easy. It's always stressful. <laughs> there's always gonna be something uh, but at least um everyone knows now so um i can talk to everybody about it, it, it just constantly complain about our privilege yeah these are everyone feel bad for us yeah anyway so i just want it to all be over yeah yeah um so, uh we also Oh gosh. Oh gosh. What did we do? What are we doing? What did we do? I don't know. I don't remember anything anymore. I just lost my mind. I oh. hope you're deleting this part from the podcast. No, I won't. This is where real, this is real, this is where real parenting happens in this moment of what am I, I'm supposed to be doing something. What am I supposed to be doing? I do don't you know. feel like since you became a parent, you've completely lost your memory or is it just mom's? I definitely feel like that sometimes. It's. I feel like... <laughs> Today I feel like that 100%. Where I know I have so many things to do and this house thing is looming. And I was just tired and depressed. And then you walked up to me tonight and I had, I had a moment where I had to literally very earnestly put my face into my hands and just hold them there for 10 seconds. <laughs> where I just got... Uh, you know, yeah. this task. And like then I a, got two emails back to back that were like, oh, here's very time sensitive work things that need to be dealt with immediately. And then you came up and you're like, should we make uh, this for dinner? 
and it almost broke me. <laughs> it just feels like, well, I only asked you that because I I was asked you like two hours before it that, was what a, do you want to do for dinner? It and was a very like, reasonable I question. Something. I did at the time. It was a reasonable question. Anyway. It just was put on top of all of these things that didn't exist before. I just think there's something about winter that just makes it so hard to motivate to do anything. Like... I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. knowing like that we had to, I don't know. It's just that we had to write, we were writing a letter to the seller for this house. And I'm like, it's so hard to try to write like a compassionate letter to someone that doesn't sound artificial. And oh, like, yeah, just like trying to write that out. And thankfully my sister was here and she's actually way like better at that. So I was like dreading cracking my laptop open and working on this when I've been like offline all weekend and just don't have it in me to like, like I was just, my brain, I was like, I need to shut down. I need mm-hmm. to like have some like non-screen time with my family. Um, like I like opened it up and started looking at the letter draft and like showing my sister. And once we started working on it, I was like, oh, thank God I did this now. And I it didn't, like, put this off until, like, 11 p.m. tonight when I'm, like, completely brain <laughs> Oh, there's so many things. I mean, anytime I feel totally overwhelmed with work, it's so hard to not think about all of it at the same time. Yeah. And then it's overwhelming. And in those moments, I have to just drill down and find one thing I can accomplish. That's pretend why the rest I love is- lists. Yeah, well, even making a list, I still I see the whole thing. And when I'm super overwhelmed, I'm like, I just need to complete one thing. And if I just focus on it, I'll forget about the other stuff for a while. Yeah. And then when I come back to the list and one thing's gone, I'm like, this is more manageable. Well, I also think sometimes you have to let yourself do the like procrastinating, like easy things just so you start to generate a sense of accomplishment. Like be like, okay, I'm running to the post office. I'm doing oh, this. Yeah. Like oh, even yeah. if it's not the most like time sensitive thing on your to-do list, like I just need to clear the clutter. It's like why sometimes when I wake up in the morning, if I'm working from home, I might as well just clean the house the second I wake up because until I actually just like give everything a tidying i'm not actually getting any work done it's just like i'm like weighed down by like (laughs) it's i don't know yeah oh the cleaning cleaning up is sometimes the yeah best it's a good break like for your brain too i think to like think while you're moving just any sort of accomplished task i mean this is also not to go down this road (laughs) but our addiction to technology our addiction to our phones Looking at your phone all day creates the exact opposite feeling, which is I have a million tasks and I've accomplished none of them because your phone tells you you got to go go after all these goodies, these things that there's no payoff. And so you're just left with the feeling of I, I still have things to do, but you'll never complete them. So putting it down and cleaning the apartment, suddenly having a real tangible <laughs> task to complete is my ante- antidote. Yeah. Um, my whole life, I wanted to say antidote. 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 Anecdote. Anic- no, anecdote <laughs> is different. I always, I've also also said demoned instead of demon. Okay, for what are we talking life. about right now? <laughs> my my cute in uh, 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 what is the word? 
don't know. I want to say I want to say idiosyncratic. Uh, idiosyncrasies. There it is. <laughs> idiosyncrasies. I like how when I said like, "Are do you think you're starting to lose your mind a little bit as a parent?" You were like, "I mean, sometimes, but not you." You were like, "I <laughs> I know what I'm talking about." And then you're in the course of this conversation, your brain just fell apart in front of us. <laughs> You feel like you lose your mind? No, no, no I never have. Yeah. But <laughs> you like, this is like something Donald Trump did this week. I didn't like actually click on the video because no one wants to be triggered at this point. We know he's <laughs> pure garbage. But like he apparently he started trying to read a teleprompter and he just like had a brain melt and couldn't read. Like this, there, this man is just so broken on every level. Anyway, I can't. I can't go down this road. No one wants to talk about this. I get it. <sighs> But did I just? Did we just relate to him for a second, though? Did we do that? No, never mind. It's not a fun game. It's not a fun game. Lost. It's not a fun game. I might be having a drink while I'm doing a podcast. I think he's on some like serious, like weird amphetamines or something. He's like, <laughs> you might be having a drink while you're doing a podcast. Was that a related thought? Yeah, I'm just saying, like he's on another level. I okay, think. Great. I oh, I might be. Having a drink on a podcast, but at least I'm not <laughs> Donald Trump. I might be having a drink on a podcast. <laughs> but I'm not crazy. Hey, I might be having a drink on a podcast. Uh, okay. Anyway, we're... <laughs> but let's get back on track to um, Let's get back on track by segment. ending the segment. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And 
And now it's time for Did You Knows? This is where sh- uh, we share something um, that we've learned, that we've read, we're passing along. This uh, article was sent to us by a listener, Aliana, um, and uh, Beth. <laughs> yeah, Aliana sent us this with a nice note. She said, here's an article that seems interesting, though it's kind of a downer, so no solution is offered. <laughs> oh, it's kind of a downer as no solution is offered. Um, <laughs> it's so true. It's true. But... Uh, this article is called Scary Mommy. It's, well, the, the site is called sorry, Scary Mommy. This article is from Scary Mommy. It's called What It's Like to Parent Without a Village by Elizabeth Broadbent. And it, I'll read the first paragraph here. Um, it's 6 a.m. Back in the 1980s, and I've just woken with a fever. Back then, in the small town propped up by a steel mill in sadness, a lack of opportunity, and a lack of hope... My mother would pick up the phone, call her mother, and say, Mom, one of the kids is sick. Can you keep her? And I would be summarily packed off, sniffing and sneezing to my grandmother's. Mom-mom fed me buttered toast and read Tom Sawyer aloud until I fell asleep. I watched Gilligan's Island and ate saltines. My brother spent his yearly battles with seasonal bronchitis sleeping on my paternal grandmother's pullout. We had a village. Um, and then it just kind of goes on, um, talking about sort of, I think what we're all familiar with of these more tight knit communities that people used to have where they would live near close to their other relatives and have more of a support system. Um, anyway, I thought it was an interesting essay. Um, it is like, I do think, I mean, obviously a lot of people have pointed this out that like in the past women had a village and then when women entered the workforce, nothing really like came in to support that and now we're all just doing like 10 times as much work trying to like figure it out so and also millennials have migrated sort of away from their hometowns more than past generations yeah Um, i very much related to this as the article goes on she's like and now my husband and i both work and suddenly i read and the school schedule is impossible to read and suddenly realize i have to go to an orientation in the middle of the day uh, and you have to get off work and a last minute babysitter, you're spending yeah. $100. Um, and there's not that, oh, you just drop them at your uh, at your yeah. siblings, at your grandparents. I, I grew up two blocks from my grandparents in one direction and two blocks from my other grandparents in the other direction. And uh, uh, is the, yeah, is that, and, and now it's like you have to get someone to watch your kids and it's, always complicated it's been five years and it's still complicated right there's not like there's i think obviously i think you can get a lot of help if you have the money for it but like they're never gonna have sort of the same dialogue as like your friend or your sister who or, like aunt or who this person who comes over and just like knows the kid knows the deal we'll figure it out we'll talk talk to you like you know what oh, I so mean? well the- we do have that with one person with your sister yeah who is that uh, one person village for us who is who is part of the reason we want to move back to Brooklyn to be closer to her but yeah. also to your brother and his wife yeah well it's also going to be more reasonable like yeah I can watch their kid because they're they're 20 minutes away it is of it's, an hour and 45 it's interesting because like the decision to move back every time we move I feel like it's sort of a really vulnerable decision because I feel like inevitably everyone you know is kind of judging you and i do feel like there's a part maybe this is just my own paranoia but i feel like the way people react it feels sometimes as though they're like oh 
so you were wrong to move to Westchester. And for me, I feel like very defensive, like because I think it was the right move for us at the time with our budget, et cetera. But anyway, I just feel like the one huh. way I feel like I can sell people on this decision that like no one questions is when I'm like, they're like, why are you doing this? Because like they're confused. Like people who've moved up to Westchester, they're like, why would you leave? And when I'm like, well, we want to be near our family, they're like, oh yeah, of course. Like, you know, like. That's funny. I mean, because I don't, uh, I mean, I, this is also probably a, a big gendered thing when I, I think you feel more pressure. You, you feel more pressure that people are judging you as a as a parent than I am. I feel maybe it is as a woman that I feel more judged in general, but I feel like every major life decision I've made, like I feel like most of the people around me were like, what are you doing? Like people, like people are like, oh, you're getting married at the age of 24. You must be a complete idiot. Like, like, and I was like, yeah, I understand that reaction, but like, the, I think the boldness with which people will be like openly critical of your life choices. Well, like, I think that's probably true. I do think also you're more sensitive to that sort of thing. So, yeah, and I'm I mean, a, and I'm naturally blind to it. <laughs> so we have very different experiences. I do it because is, I don't ever like, feel of, judged. But I think I do it's pe- impossible for me not to see what people's actual reaction is in the moment. Like their emotional reaction is like they're like. Oh. I mean, I like, I don't ever care what people think. People have questions. They don't un, they don't understand why. Yeah. But I don't ever perceive. No part of me is like, do they like that I'm doing this? Yeah. I mean, I think just I'm so I just love attention so much that it just feels positive <laughs> to me. That I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to I'm so excited to tell people about myself that I don't have room to notice what they think about it well this is what i think was interesting of like trying to write this letter to the seller where it's like crafting this thing that's compassionate but not too specific and not presuming anything about this person like i feel like my sister is really helpful at that because she works in like local new york politics and i think she kind of understands like how, how do you phrase something how do you present it or market it or whatever yeah but and i feel like sort of somewhat familiar with you know branding whatever but like (laughs) your assumptions i think or did were very much less trying to sell the other person and just being like i want to say what how i feel exactly in this moment uh i I see what you're saying it's like you're not (laughs) my impulse is to get people to love me and my impulse no, is but to that's show not them like, what a beautiful family wants to move into this house. And, but I don't think and, and you're like love into it. seeing the other side of it. <laughs> hey, did you notice that I kept myself out of the conversation? <laughs> oh, which I would have been completely happy to do this whole project by myself. But I think we both knew it wasn't going to land that way. So I Well, it's back. a sensitive situation. It's this woman who clearly is like very sad to be leaving her house she lived in, which yeah. is understandable and so i do feel very like wary of the way we present like hey we're this family coming in to take your house and have a happy life together like you like you can't you have to phrase these things so that you're not like so that you're sensitive to what this person is clearly going through no i i i understand i think i understand a lot 
better than you give me credit for. Um, but I'm I'm also accept the criticisms of this theoretical letter that I did not write. Um, I know exactly how I would be good at it and where I would be blind. But speaking of the village, this speaking is exactly this. I like I read this article and it again reaffirmed how excited I am to move back to our village. I mean, right. Because we have friends in Brooklyn. We don't, we have friends in Mamaroneck that we've met since we moved here, but they're not like our core friends. Yeah. They're not somebody I would call to like talk about my problems. Right. Um, um so it's just nice to be like, Oh, we can move to a place where like, if one of us was like, having a hard day and was like, I really would love to go out and get like one drink with my friend that the other person could be like, it's not a big ass. It's only going to take you like two hours. Yeah. Go do that. Like also our kids are now three and five. And so I'm going to ignore them while you're gone anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be so much better, but things just keep getting better. I'm I'm confident we'll find something else to be stressed out about once our perfect life forms around us. Oh yeah, Uh, no, I'm already stressed about a lot of the details that I haven't fully thought about yet. Anyway. Um, um, But yeah, how do you do... That's just the difference is like, we have people here now that if we're in a jam, we can there's some people we can call who can like watch one of our kids and we trade favors, but it's, it's stressful. I don't want to do that. And if I do, then I stress that I'm like, I ask too much of them. And it's like, we haven't built up a lot of credit with them in terms of (laughs) returning that favor. Like we're like, I think we're kind of like split even. Oh, that's the thing was, I feel like we have to keep score. Yeah, I know they're worried it about it too. Because, well, just because I feel like they're busy and we're busy. So if they were just unloading their kid on us all the time, we like both I'd sides of it, we would feel put upon. <laughs> but if my brother did it, I'm like, I wouldn't think twice. Right. I'm like, great. If I will it's my tell sister, you. And I'm like, we all have fevers and I just need you to come here and bring us Gatorade. Like she's like, that's her job as my sister to walk into our germ den yeah. and do that. It's also, the, you know, with your family. I can be like, hey, can you do this favor? And my brother will say no if it's <laughs> if it's a doesn't fit or it's annoying. Whereas I'm so scared of asking somebody for a favor and they say yes and I never find out that they didn't want to say yes. Like I don't want I don't want to feel that. I don't even want to worry that that's true. Yeah. And that's the village. You don't That's, think twice that the village is there for you. I mean, I think people find their people with that. I just don't think I don't we ha, we don't have that here quite yet. Yeah. And obviously I think some people listening would relate to this a lot. There And some people really wouldn't because they do have that. Did we talk about the article a few months back where like people were kind of creating almost like little compounds, but it was like this one group of friends who had just kind of like purposely bought properties on the same block so it was like three or four families like right around across the street from each other and they would just like always be kind of like handing off their kids to each other running to do something doing like a big family dinner with all the families and just like kind of splitting the was it a commune 
No, but they like jokingly called it like a commune. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. like not, it was more just like regular people who like kind of made a point to live close together. Ugh, and I was like, like, it's so smart. Do you remember one of those? It's one of those like the world's most incredible architecture, like how the most extraordinary houses. And there's one that's, it's like a, these two sisters built these two houses in a way that has this like communal courtyard in the middle and they're connected but they're also designed perfectly so they face completely away from each other so you have your own unique independent house yeah but then you also have it's a it's a it's a really tiny micro village and i didn't think about it that way then but now thinking about this i'm like yes i want the people i want to be able to rely on people and then also to have my space yeah, the only way I could do it is if I had completely like my own private property and space because I don't like <laughs> I really don't want like a communal eating situation on a daily basis. I don't want to be like in people's fi- like face at like 10 p.m. Like I just want like <laughs> we we went to our a good friend's birthday party and we were talking about this and we were talking about just you know, we uh, most Almost uh, everyone we know, including ourselves right now, uh, live in apartments. And so many of our friends also still have roommates. And it was just hearing friends talking about roommates and how they came oh, to be where they are. Oh, people were talking about like weird rent situations they'd had in the past where they had like crazy low rent, but like totally dysfunctional living situations where they were like living with their ex-girlfriend and stuff. Like and me? Like you. Uh, but other, someone else had the similar story. And it was like, you, when you live in New York, you get it because it's just like so much money down the drain to, for just, rent all the time. We'd explain this to people a lot that when we started dating, I was sharing a room with my ex-girlfriend who I'd broken up with six months earlier. And everyone's like, why? And I was like, yeah. oh, I paid $300 in rent. And they're like, oh, never move. <laughs> Yeah, so it made sense. I mean, you got it. You weren't weirded out by it, I think. No, the $300 in rent makes sense. You also were, like, barely employed, if at all. So I was like, yeah, he shouldn't be, like, raising his rent right now. Yeah, and I was basically living with you. Yeah, so. So thank you for that, by the way. (laughs) We figured it out. We're crushing it. It did probably accelerate our moving in process, though, that it was like. Probably, "Hmm." most definitely. (laughs) Well, that lease was up, and I'm like, I'm not going to re-sign the, this lease. Yeah. Well, I was also like, I'm not just going to keep housing you every night of the week without you sharing this rent. So. That's also true. Well, so the my ex and I, who is now one of my dearest friends, we both started dating other people about the exact same time and share that room. So neither one of us were ever there. And then we both ended up marrying those people. It's crazy. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This segment is called Listeners Want to Knows, where we take questions and comments from you guys. This is a comment. This comes to us from Stephanie. This is a comment. You just, it's not a question. It's a comment. From Stephanie, subject line, podcast review. So I want to preface this by saying if you're new to the podcast, we have periodically um, asked our listeners to rate and review the podcast and Beth will make up a subject line that people should use when reviewing the podcast. So we've had such classics as this podcast got me pregnant, uh, this podcast slaps. Um, so, you know, all really good suggestions for a uh, podcast review i can't believe i can't remember what the first one was anyway from stephanie i posted this review on itunes but i wanted to email it to you guys as uh well just to make sure that you know the impact your podcast is having on the world smiley face whoa congrats on the new house don't i shouldn't have said anything we haven't signed a contract yet. I know. You You say these things as if they're happening, and now we have to sit in the unknown. Mm. We don't knows, Peter. We don't knows. All right, here's the subject line of the review. Are you ready? Yeah. This podcast got me pregnant. Literally. Whoa. I've been waiting a long time to write this email. I've been a fan of, uh, of Beth and Peter's family since I heard the hosts of the Las Culturistas podcast refer to Bryn as their favorite living comedian. Per their suggestion, if you don't listen to Los Culturistas with Bone Yang and Matt Rogers, our, our uh, uh, friends and, and uh, very, very funny comedians, you should. Um, per their suggestion, I looked up Beth and Peter's Instagram accounts and immediately fell in love with their hilarious, adorable children. So naturally, I was thrilled when I heard they were starting a parenting podcast and it did not disappoint Getting a peek into Beth and Peter's lives with their kids helped me realize what I was missing out on by not having kids of my own. My husband and I decided it was finally time to take the leap and we're expecting our first baby in May. 
And it's a Bryn, a.k.a. a boy. I love you guys, and I love the podcast, even though I sound crazy when I'm trying to repeat funny Bryn and Maven stories to friends. <laughs> but I have to explain I don't know these kids in real life, just through a podcast. Stephanie. Wow. We did it, Beth. We fucking did it. I hope that kid is a good kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? That's a great thing. To, that's a great thing to say. No, when I'm somebody sure. says, "Hey, I'm pregnant, I'm having a baby." Wow, I hope that kid's a good I kid. I kind of feel like we altered the t- the timeline, so I just hope we did good. I, um, well, I'd say the quality of the child is on them at this point. Yeah, no, it was a nice email. I'm sure she's a nice person. She'll raise a good kid they, at some point. If when the Terminator comes, that kid will save <laughs> yep. us all. Or that kid will be targeted because they're the savior of the world. And so I'm sorry, Stephanie, but the Terminators are <laughs> coming for your <laughs> your brain. Anyway, that's so cool. That's really exciting. I uh, think, wow. This podcast got me pregnant. Literally. We're, I, I, I hope I you know, think... Stephanie, we're taking full credit. I know. I, f- I hope you understand when you tell my husband, give him an inch, he'll take a mile. He's bearing this I'm brief. running a marathon. He's bearing the responsibility for your child's existence now for all eternity. Hey, if you give me a gift, I'm going to use that gift. It's my gift. It's your gift? Is is gift well, receiving. Well, I think we should give a little credit to the woman who's going to be pregnant and carrying the baby and sure 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 you know i just remember making it i just remembered what the other subject line we asked people to review our podcast for which was a sexy podcast for parents which was we got a lot of reviews oh Um, yeah a sexy it is a sexy podcast for parents and even if you're not a parent it starts to make things so sexy you become a parent sometimes it's apparent that this (laughs) podcast makes you a parent no we're gonna workshop that subject no no no. (laughs) first draft final draft i think if you write a review this week it should be i scream you scream we all scream for kids question mark (laughs) um I scream, you scream, we all scream for kids? <laughs> is there an exclamation point in there too? Is it a interrobang? You know what an interrobang is? Sure, you can have that. It's a question mark and an exclamation point. <laughs> you scream, I scream, we all scream for kids. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> drinking a beer on a podcast i'm just i'm just drinking a beer on a podcast but i get it this is the part of the podcast where we just remix the rest of the episode (laughs) where we just take things we learned signing the contract Mm, i get it oh it takes a village my friends and i have a conversational callback that i don't remember the origins of anymore but we just say clear your cash (laughs) clear your cash clear your cash yeah, it's just sort of like, I don't know. It's a good, like, glitchy uh, closer, you know, when things are going haywire. Oh, so when it's like, I don't know what I'm talking like, about. Uh, anyway, gotta, clear your cash. I just got to clear my cash. <laughs> I'm I'm running sluggish. Uh, don't overthink it. You're not going to get it. You're, not, need, you're I mean, not in on it, so just... I didn't hear it used in in the wild, you know? I heard it in a clinical... Context. Well, you would have to be there. I wasn't. 
I'm not invited into the room where it happens. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I did that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like it wouldn't bother me if this podcast became something where we just <laughs> quote Hamilton lyrics out of the blue all the time. <laughs> but I don't know if don't other know. people I'm, would appreciate it. I don't know. I'm not not throwing away my shot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What if this was just, this podcast just became like Moulin Rouge? Hmm, uh, in what sense? In that just you'd read, I'm you dying remix of pop, cholera. Yes, that is, you're dying of cholera. You just remix mix pop songs into, I don't, I'm, I got to clear the cash. Did I do it right? Did I do it right? Um, I was trying to think of some lyrics from Moulin Rouge to sing at you. And I couldn't. Oh, everybody feels the way I. Wait, wait I just, I just mixed two songs about you now. <laughs> I just went from Elton John to Oasis accidentally. Well, those songs are medleys. I know. Well, that it is. That's a very Moulin Rouge thing to do. I'm just getting in the vibe of Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of more Hamilton songs, but I'm there's too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. There's not, yeah, anyway, let's, this is not, <laughs> this. is this good content? Please write, <laughs> review, subscribe. You scream, I scream, we all scream for kids. <laughs> this has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. If you'd like to write in to ask us a question, we'd love another uh, would you know scenario. Send us a hypothetical nightmare parenting situation we'd love to unpack it yeah email us at we at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396 find us on instagram uh, we knows pod um you can find beth and myself my instagrams as well through there um in facebook um, twitter and uh, leave us a review. Ice cream, ice cream. We all scream for kids <laughs> on uh, iTunes. Five stars. You know all that, all that good stuff. We'd love it. And have yourself a great night, please, please, please. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey! It's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.